Right there, rest. You stand with me. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where honor is due. And we don't take it lightly. We can't take it lightly. More than ever, we have to be grateful of what God has given us. Beginning with the finished work of Christ, the gift of salvation, the gift of the word, his spirit. But even the gift in beings, individuals who have surrendered, acquiesced to the fullness of the vicarious atoning work of Jesus. What am I mean? Can you help me honor the best pastors on the planet, please? Come on, y'all get Jesus some praise like y'all have the best pastors on the planet. We honor you, we bless you, and no joke, no hype, the best is yet to come. Yeah, this is a year. This is a pivotal year. This is not your normal cup of tea year. Este año marcará la historia. What takes place this year in this house will define generations to come. What if I tell you that every battle you have fought in the past three, five, seven years has everything to do with this year? I'm preaching to three people now. I haven't even preached yet. What if I tell you the hell you've been through has to do with this year? I need you to put a smile on your face and high five three people and tell them this is that year. Tell them this is that year. The year you've been praying for. The year you've been fasting for. The year you've been praising for. The year you've been worshiping for. The year you went through hell for. This is that year. This is that year. Repeat after me. This is, this, this is that year. I have my amazing bride. I met her when I was 11 years of age. And we started dating when I was 14. She couldn't just, she, she just fell in love with me. She harassed me and stalked me and inevitably I had to surrender. Yeah? Okay, don't grab a mic. Don't grab a mic. That's just, that's my version. That's my version. Yeah, we met in church. We met in church. So if you're single, go to church. And she was there, man. She was there when God spoke to me about praying for presidents. She saw the whole thing. She was there when we would walk by the mall. We would walk by a mall. We're from Pennsylvania originally. We would walk by the Lehigh Valley Mall, Walden Books next to Spencer's. And we would walk by, and I'm 15 years old, 16, and I would go, you know what? I can't explain it, but one day I'm going to have a book that's going to be a bestseller that's going to be in that bookstore. And, and then any other, any other woman would have said, you're crazy. She looked at me and said, you know what? I actually believe it. Man. So I'm, I'm a blessed man indeed. So, Eva, I love you, and I said everything you told me to say in the car. <laughs> to all the pastors that are here, my friends from the region, Chris Montalongo, Pastor Nate Franklin, and others, I saw you. All the other pastors, God bless you. You honor me indeed. Here's God's word real quick. Acts 28. Open it up quickly. You could have it. 
uh, in your Bible and physical Bible, you have an iPhone and, and if you have an Android, please repent. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. Don't take it. Take it so. You're saved. Barely. Acts 28. Once safely on shore, we found out that the island was called Malta. Somebody say Malta. The islanders showed this unusual kindness. They built the fire and welcomed us because it was raining and cold. Paul gathered a pile of brushwood. Watch this. And he put it on the fire. A viper driven out by the heat fastened itself on his hand. Another version would read, it bit his hand. Verse 5. Paul shook the snake off into the fire and suffered no ill effects. I want to speak to you on the subject matter. An anointing born out of adversity changes the world. The subtext is this. You're going to get it in a minute. You won't get it initially. Come hell or high water, I'm on my way to Rome. And the second subtext is this. 2024, you and your family will be a snake-free zone. Can anybody come in agreement with that word already? I dare you to open up your mouth and say, as for me in my house, 2024, snake-free zone. My family my home my health my relationships my finances my church my atmosphere my community snake free zone if you believe it shout like you actually believe what you just said you may be seated you may be seated if you're taking any notes and good luck with that here we go number one you and your house are anointed for Rome greater things somebody say greater things your destiny is not based on what's in front of you. Your destiny is based on who's inside of you. Let me repeat that. Your destiny is not based on what's in front of you. Your destiny is based on who's inside of you. Acts 27 verse 1. When it was decided we would sail for Italy, for Rome, Paul and some other prisoners were handed over. Somebody shout Rome. I hope you like pasta and pizza because today we're going to Rome. Paul was on his way to Rome. This story should be a movie. Here's Paul. Visualize this. He is drenched, drenched. He just survived a shipwreck. He had his own Titanic moment in the sea. Literally a shipwreck. The ship fell apart. And he makes it to the shoreline of an island called Malta. The rest of the people that in the ship got there, some of them, the Bible says, were holding on to broken pieces of the ship. Broken pieces of wood. Paul gets there, he's drenched. He's cold. And the, the people from the island of Malta had great hospitality. They saw the shipwreck. They saw the people swimming on shore. And they built fire pits. So that's pretty nice. Paul comes along, gets to the shoreline. He's freezing. But he's so cold that he looks for additional brushwood. Picks up the brushwood. In the brushwood was a snake hiding. The moment the snake made contact with the fire, the snake jumped out. Because snakes hate fire. Show me a church on fire. And I will show you a region of angry snakes. Snakes can't handle the fire. I'm going to be honest. We don't need more churches. We need more churches on fire. Show me a family on fire and I will show you a snake free zone. They can't stand the fire. They have to jump out do something. So he gets there and he makes that connection. But what in the world is Paul doing in Malta? Like, why is he there? 
He wasn't going to Malta. Paul was on his way to Rome. Paul was on his way to Rome, not for a mani-pedi, not for a recital, and not for the annual gathering of the Road to Damascus Association. He was on his way to Rome because four chapters prior, God gave Paul his biggest assignment, Acts 23, 11. That night, the Lord appeared to Paul and said, be encouraged, Paul, as you have been a witness to me here in Jerusalem, you must preach the good news in Rome as well. Paul was on his way to Rome to preach the good news on the biggest stage of the ancient world. He was on his way to Rome to change the world with the preaching of the gospel of Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here because Paul made it to Rome. Y'all, y'all missed that. That's where the gospel went viral. Prior to that, the gospel was limited to Israel, primarily to Jerusalem. But now it went viral. This is the moment it goes viral. Paul was on his way to Rome. So let me just speak prophetically. I need you to get ready. Because just like Paul was on his way to Rome just to preach the gospel and see people get saved, we are about to see the gospel of Jesus reach more people than ever before in human history. I believe that every nation, every ethnicity, every generation, every demographic, without exception, is about to hear like never before that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Now, you, you can't stop God. I'll repeat that. You can't stop God. Isaiah 14, 27. I, the Lord of hosts, have planned it. Who can stop me now? And the good news about the kingdom will be preached through the entire world. The nations will hear it, and then the end will come. Matthew 24, 14. I'm telling you, we're about to see more people come to Christ. That's not wishful thinking. We, we are about God's... Since I was here last time, last year, let me tell you what's taking place. Since last year I was here, what a coincidence. God's up to something. Because... Since last year, we had an NFL football player who died live on Monday Night Football. Damar Hamlin. The guy dies. Monday Night Football. Dies. National TV. And what happens next? Both teams coalesce. They pray. And the guy who was dead came back to life. I don't know if y'all got that. A man died medically, certifiably. The doctors that were around came around and confirmed he was dead. And, and, and the people prayed, both teams prayed. And the guy who was dead on national television in front of millions of people, that same guy who was dead, people prayed, he came back to life. I'm here to tell you, I don't care if your children are spiritually dead. I don't care if your children's children are spiritually dead. There's enough faith in this room to believe that whoever is spiritually dead, will come back to life. He died to Marham. And then the very next day, please do your Google due diligence. Don't take my word for it. Look it up. The very next day on ESPN, NFL report today, what happened? The host, the host looks at the camera and he says, yeah, today we can't deny the fact we have to speak about what happened yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, DeMar Hamlin, he died. And people prayed. This is ESPN. He goes, he died. And people prayed. And he came back to life. Hey, yo, we're not talking about TVN, Daystar, God TV. We're talking about ESPN. The guy over here goes, he goes, well, now now we have some implications regarding protocol. Because we have a concussion protocol. Now we're going to have to look at whether or not the sternum should be a a no man's land. And we have to, and the guy over here goes like, yeah, 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 I get that. That's not the point. 
The point is this, he died. People prayed and he came back to life. The lady over here goes, yeah, but there's some implications regarding the playoff schedule now. Should they postpone? Should they put it off for one week? I mean, there's some serious questions we have. He goes, yeah, yeah, I get all that. And these things have to be addressed. But that's not really the point. The point is this. There was a man who died. He was completely dead. And then people prayed. And he came back to life. And then he says, look it up. He says, I think we should pray now. And usually they would break to commercial break because somebody went rogue off script and they would go to commercial break but for whatever reason God permitted it and they didn't go to commercial break and the camera stood on and they, they started praying and the guy here they all pray and the guy in the middle of his prayer says because we know that we serve the God that has the power to heal does anybody here know that we serve the God that has the power to save is there a witness here that knows that you don't hope or you don't feel? You know that the God you serve has the power to deliver, the power to heal. The God is up to something. Repeat after me, God is up to something. Immediately after that, right after that, by a, what a coincidence. What a coincidence. Immediately after that, in, in some city called um, Asbury, Kentucky. Who's ever heard of Asbury, Kentucky? All of a sudden, a bunch of young people, Generation Z, begin to pray, read God's word, and worship. And they couldn't stop. And they couldn't stop. And they couldn't stop. And in that city, in that school, people started flying in from all over the country in different parts of the world. Because the Holy Spirit showed up upon a generation that has been deemed as the most non-Christian generation in American history. It seems that God never got the memo. The same generation that everyone has declared will be the most non-Christian generation in American history experience a visitation of God's Spirit. I'm here to declare to you that that generation, the generation that grew up on social media, that Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, X, Threads generation will be the most prophetic, anointed, Holy Spirit. Oh, you're not getting this right now. You're about to see a generation that will flip this nation towards righteousness and justice. We are not giving up on that generation. And no matter, why do you think the devil's coming after our children? I told you last year, the enemy's coming after our children like never before. Because the, every time there's a generation that's anointed, the enemy will come after it. That's the way Pharaoh came after Moses and Herod came after Jesus. If the enemy is coming after our children, it only means our children are a about to usher in the glory of Jesus and I'm gonna say it again in the name of Jesus devil get your hands off our children in the name of Jesus hell get your hands off our children and then, yeah are there any questions and then after that my friend Greg Laurie from SoCal he comes around and makes a movie about the Jesus Revolution. It was supposed to have made $7 million. If it's already made over $50 million. And a few months ago, he baptized close to 5,000 brand new people at Pirate's Cove. <laughs> Immediately after that, we gathered in Amsterdam, 7,000 plus. 
pastors and leaders, I was there, to sign a contract that by 2033, every single nation will receive a viable presentation of the gospel. Every single person on the planet. Now stop. You're assuming everyone on the planet has heard about Jesus. I mean, with the internet and social media, but wrong. There are countries, totalitarian regimes, that actually prohibit certain access. There are nations where the name of Jesus cannot be mentioned. Put that in perspective. So we believe and we come in agreement by 2033, every single human being will receive a viable presentation. We're not saying everyone's gonna get saved, but we're saying everyone's gonna have the opportunity to get saved. I don't know, I don't know if you got this. Are we streaming? Good. Every single nation on the planet is about to hear the gospel, not just hear it, with signs and wonders and miracles backing it up. I'm gonna make that clear. Every nation, every Muslim nation, secular nation, and every, what, every letter of the alphabet will hear that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. We're about to see more people saved than ever before. We're seeing influencers come to Jesus. Uh, in the Latino world, there's an artist called Daddy Yankee. He is a daddy, never played for the Yankees. Pero le gusta la gasolina. And he, in the middle of a concert a few months ago, y'all saw this? All the Latino, middle of a concert, he stops the concert. And goes, I just want to tell y'all, my life has changed. I had a personal encounter with the risen Christ that changed my life. Jesus is the Lord and Savior of my life. I follow a guy named Andrew Huberman. I'm a the biohacker. He is the head of neurology at Stanford University. Uh, and just brilliant, one of the most intellectual minds on the planet today. And I've been following him for a long time. And Andrew, on his podcast, recently came along and looked at the camera and said, I just want, this is one of the most brilliant individuals, the head of neurobiology at Stanford. And he comes around and says, yeah, yeah, I started reading the, the book and uh, then I did some did my due diligence and then it happened and yeah I just want to say it um, I, 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 I had a personal encounter with Jesus Christ and he changed my life and he said are you ready to see the glory of Jesus how many believe that this is the year you'll see your entire family get saved uh, you think you say, I'm going to do that one more time. See if you actually believe it. How many believe this is the year where you will see your entire family come to Jesus as Lord and Savior? How many believe this is the year that every generational curse will be replaced with a generational blessing? That the addiction will be exchanged for an anointing? All right, we're getting, let's just jump to Raise your right hand if you want to. Just raise your right hand. Repeat after me. I decree and declare that in the next 12 months, more people will come to Jesus through my testimony, my ministry, and my mantle of anointing than in the previous years combined. If you believe what you just said, give God praise like you actually believe it. Romans 1.16, I am not ashamed of the gospel. I'm on my way to Rome. Repeat after me, I'm on my way to Rome. You and your house are anointed for the storm. Storm driven or destiny driven, listen to me carefully. The storm does not define you. The storm reveals who you really are. 
I'll repeat that. The storm does not define you. The storm reveals who you really are. So there it is. All of a sudden, Paul, you're on your way to Rome. And God never gave Paul the details. He just said, you go to Rome, sunshine. So you would expect that would require a ship. You would expect that if God said you're going to Rome, that you would get to Rome on a Norwegian cruise line. Royal Caribbean. Celebrity X. Carnival. Virgin. And all the bougie people. Viking cruises. No. It was a prison ship. A prison ship. You're going to Rome. I'm not going to tell you how, but you're going to get there. All right. So he's on a prison ship. And all of a sudden, they're in the ship, and Paul already had it. God already gave him a word. This is not the right season, but they did it. It's a prison ship. He's appealing his conviction. And he's on his way to Rome as a prisoner on a prison ship. And all of a sudden, a nor'easter, a de facto hurricane kicks in. And the hurricane begins to just batter the ship and slap it around like a cheap piñata. Sorry, that's racist. I, uh, um, <laughs> slap it around. You know what I mean, right? So the ship is, mm. and then those in charge of the ship say this. Read it, Acts 27, 15, 16, 17. We'd rather be driven by the storm. Let's not fight the storm. Let's permit the storm to drive us. In order to survive this, we have to be driven by the storm. We are all driven people. We are all driven. We're either driven by the past or the future. We're either driven by the pathetic or the prophetic. We're driven by problems or promises, nightmares or dreams. We're driven by the flesh or the spirit. Everyone here is driven by Google searches or godly searches. We're either driven by drama or by destiny, by trauma or by testimony. We're either driven by praise or by criticism. As it pertains to the opinions of others, if their praise did not make you, their criticism cannot break you. I'm going to get in trouble here, but this is the word. We have too many believers that spend more time reacting to what comes from hell rather than what comes from heaven. We have too many believers driven by the winds of cancel culture, ideologies, and social constructs that are counterintuitive to the word and the spirit of God. Too many Christians driven by opinions and feelings instead of being driven by truth and love. The question is, what drives you? What drives you? What drives you? Are you standing firm or are you driven by the winds that emerge every single season? Let me explain to you something that happened to us last year. After I was here, we had this moment uh, in, in Northern California where we got a word about open doors and we lived it out from months prior, meaning there was a prophetic impartation given from our stage. Pastor Abe and I walked through a door and then we, something happened. We were offered a, a, to merge with a prominent ministry in, in Northern California. And we were offered that, that ministry. They came to us and said, look, our, we didn't survive COVID. Uh, Y'all need a church. Uh, and because we outgrew, we, had, we outgrew our, our, our building. And they said, listen, y'all need, need a building. So we have a church. We, we have an auditorium that fits 3,000, a second one that fits 1,000, and the third one that fits close to 300. We have 40 plus acres, highway frontage property. It comes with some debt, measurable debt. But we, we would like you to open up a conversation about possibly merging and taking over this ministry. So the initial conversation was very positive. Conversation two, three, four, five. By the fifth conversation, I made some calls around and, and it, it looked more than doable. So we came back and we said we have not only great interest, 
I, I think we should proceed. I get a call from the leadership, and here's the call from the pastor and the leadership. Hey, Pastor Sam, we want you to come in. Let's do it. Let's formalize this. You come in with your board, and we'll meet with our board, and we'll sign an MOU, and we'll proceed, and we'll make this a reality. Boy, we were elated. We were excited. So I met with my team. Their church team never gave me a foreknowledge of the questions they would ask in that formal MOU signing meeting. So I met with my team. We met in that, I'm not going to mention where specifically. It's a coffee shop with Jezebel on the cup. So, and, so did I say anything? Did I tell you where it was? No. So it was my team drinking in Jezzy. And so we were there. And, and we were meeting, and, and we're going like, and they're going, Pastor Sam, any clue? I go, I'm clueless right now about the questions. What do you think? Fiduciary governance, attrition, risk management, liability, some of the legal questions. I get that. Uh, what else do you think? Integration of services. I, I get that. I get that. Um, oh, timeline. Yeah, yeah, they're probably going to ask about Slavic service, Spanish service. Yeah, we have not, I mean, I'm, I'm ready for that. Uh, are we ready? Yeah, I really, let's see what happens, man. And I go, let's go. Let's go, team. We stood up, got up from that place, had the almond milk latte, crew across the street, got into the club, cruzamos la calle, ahí estaba el semáforo, hicimos a la izquierda, entramos al estacionamiento, ahí entramos a la iglesia, ¿verdad? So, ahí estuvimos. Y nos sentamos, we sat here, and they sat there. I walked in. Hello, hello, greetings, greetings, great. Sat right here. And I'm here, and beautiful people, beautiful people. And and the guy across the table from me looks at me and says, Pastor Sam, thank you for coming with your team. And I went, yeah. And so, and George, where's George? George. His wife, who's our board secretary, was there, and Jeff Carter and our team. So, so we're there, and I go, yeah. He goes, well, thank you. Pastor Sam, we want to begin with the first question. I go, like, go ahead. So I'm thinking, all right, Sam, be ready. Come on, be on point. This is it. This is the, this is the dream, baby. Pro the property you need. You, this, come on, Sam, go. Be, be sharp. Boom. Come on. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I was caffeinated, you know? <sighs> <laughs> Pastor Sam? Yes, sir. <clears throat> first question. First question. Yes. Pastor Sam, here's the first question. Pastor Sam, our church, we lean left. We want to know where do you lean? This is. This is. Because I don't know, is this a setup? Like, who would ask that? Is this a joke? Is it a setup? You know, there's a camera here, right? Somebody's watching. Because, like, I never, ever expected this came out of left field. Get it? Nope. So honest to God, his wife was there, but just like this, not making this, I'm looking like this and I'm going. And then a sign and a wonder took place right there. Ready? Nothing came out of my mouth. That's a sign and a wonder. And nothing would come out. My team is here and my team is going like, yeah, yeah. Like, say something, right? Like, say something. And by the way, like, pastor, we've never seen you so silent ever. And, and, and I'm here. And the reason there was this, like, weird, tense moment is because I'm having a fight 
with the Holy Spirit. First of all, I, I, I get it. I'm called from my mom's womb to be a, a pastor, and, and, I, and I pastor, and I preach, and, and, and I produce movies all by the grace of God. Everything I do and the, and the stuff we do politically, it's all right. But I'm also a comedian. So the moment I heard that, the first thought that went through my mind wasn't prophetic. It was like, hey, Sam, you have enough comedy here for the next three to five years, baby. You have enough stuff here to take you. This will hold you over. But, but, but then the fight was between me and the Holy Spirit, a real fight. Because the Holy Spirit was saying, Sammy, go ahead. Sammy, go ahead, answer. And I didn't want to. So it's the Holy Spirit say, abre la boca, hijo, por favor, ahora. And I'm going like this, like. And the Holy Spirit say, abre la boca, dile, respondele. And if you're not from that part of Fresno, what, what that means is, abre la boca, hijo, respondele. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not. The Holy Spirit's telling me, go ahead, answer. You know what to say, answer. And I'm going like, I don't want to. Because I knew that if I would say what the Holy Spirit was telling me to say, I wasn't going to end up with that building, which I didn't. But there's something bigger coming. And I can show you that in a second. So all of a sudden, Holy Spirit said, just say it. So finally, fight between Sam and the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit wins. So I lifted up my head like this. I just went, and I went, well, thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, you lean left, and you're asking me, where do we lean? Well, with great due deference, with great due deference, um, at our church, we don't lean. We stand. We stand. We stand on the word of God. We stand on the promises of God. We stand on the finished work of Christ. In other words, I said, whatever the Bible calls holy, we call holy. Whatever the Bible calls sin, we call sin. We don't need a church that leads one way or the other. We need a church to rise up in California that will stand. Is there a church in Clovis today that doesn't lead but stands in the name of Jesus? If you stand, lift up your hands. We don't lean, we stand. And I'm tired of seeing churches that lean and Christians that lean. And if I don't get invited back, it will break my heart. But I'm here to tell you we need believers that don't lean, but we stand. 1 Corinthians 16, 13, be on the alert, stand firm in the faith. Stop leaning and start standing. I'm going to say it again. Stop leaning and start standing. Stand up for biblical truth. Stand up for righteousness and justice. Stand up for our children. Stand up for holy sexuality. Stand up for the family. Stand up for godliness. Stand up for life. Stand up for religious liberty, biblical justice. Stand up for racial unity. Stand up for the gospel. And, and don't just stand in the church. Stand up in the school board meeting. Stand up in the voting booth. Stand up in the middle of Target. Put on the full armor of God. And when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything, stand. Ephesians 6, 13. Repeat after me with your hands raised. I don't lean. I stand. I feel the Lord. Lift up your hands, standing church. Ooh. You were not driven by the winds of the storms. We are not driven by the winds 
of social constructs, ideologies, political imperatives that last for a season, that are temporal and full of corruption and perversion and relativism. We stand. As a church, we stand. We don't lead, we stand. And your family will stand. And your children and your children's children will stand. I feel the Lord right now. We stand. If you, re- if you believe it, repeat after me. I am anointed. Not just to survive the storm. But to thrive out of the storm. As for me and my house. We don't lean. We stand. Come hell or high water. I'm on my way to Rome. Somebody shout like you just believe what you just... up your hands I feel the Lord I sense his spirit you are anointed for greater things for Rome you are anointed to stand even in the midst of the storm you will not be driven by the winds of our current age you will stand in the finished work of Christ stand 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 we're gonna stand and we're gonna stand with biblical authority your days of being a perpetual victim come to an end right here, right now. Your days of whining and moaning and being in a fetal position, sucking your thumb and just moaning about the hell you went through come to an end right here, right now. Matter of fact, let me prophesy to you. And I have empathy for what you've been through, for what I've been through, for what we've been through. But enough is enough. From this moment on, you stop saying, look what the devil did. And you start living, look what the Lord has done. Somebody tell your neighbor, look what the Lord has done. Tell him like you believe it. Tell him, look what the Lord has done. Tell him, look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. I'm prophesying to you this year, your praise is about to go higher. Your worship is about to go deep. All the standing people, lift up your hands. Let me wrap right this, right there where you're at. Let me just land this plane right there with this. This, just like that, it happened. They decided to be driven by the winds, so the thing fell apart. And then a word comes, one of the craziest words you could ever hear. Ready? Hey, Paul, imagine the ship. The waves, things begin to fall apart. Paul's in it. And here's the word. Hey, Paul. Yes. Here's the word. Yes. Here's the word. You see that ship you're in? Yes! That ship will not make it. Who gives you that word? Hey, Paul, that ship will not make it, comma, but you will. I'm gonna preach now to about two people. I'm gonna preach to anybody here who lost the ship, but you're still here. I'm gonna preach to everybody who lost something, but you're still here some followers but not your faith you lost your mind but not your mantle hey you lost some connections but not your covenant if you lost something and yet you're still standing give God your best shout of prayer if that's you tell your neighbor I'm still here now now tell your other neighbor I'm still here Tell somebody else, after all the hell I've been through, 
I'm still standing. I'm still here. I'm still praising. I'm still worshiping. I'm still praying. I'm still prophesying. I'm still declaring. I'm still decreeing. I'm still here. All right, stand with me. You are standing. There are ideas that didn't make it, but you're still here. There are seasons that didn't make it, but you're still here. There are even relationships that didn't make it, but you're still here. Even without that person, without that income, without that door, you're still here. I like the part, I'll reiterate that. You lost followers, but not your faith. You lost connections, but not your calling. And you lost your mind for a moment, but you never lost your mantle. So even without that ship, you're still going to make it. Hebrews 10, 23, he is faithful to keep his promise. Isaiah 43, 13, from eternity to eternity, I am God. No one can snatch anything away from my hand. No one can undo what I've already done. Raise your right hand, repeat after me. I lost a ship, but I still have the anointing. I lost a ship but I still have the calling. I lost a ship, but I still have my praise. I lost a ship, but I still have Jesus. And if I have Jesus, I have everything I need to make it to Rome. I'm gonna call you up here in a second. Do your biblical due diligence, verse 23 and 24. Acts 27. Not only are you going to make it about that ship, and then the next line is so controversial, I don't even want to say it. Because some people are going to go, I don't believe that. All right. Hey, Paul, not only are you going to make it, this is so controversial, but everyone in your ship, read it, is going to make it too. I don't know about you, but I believe Acts 16 31. Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you and your household will be saved. I have enough faith to believe that my children and my children's children and my children's 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 children will be saved. Somebody praise like you believe your entire family. That's why we declare Joshua 24, 15. As for me and my house, we shall, we shall serve the Lord. Everyone in my ship will make it. Repeat after me. Everyone in my ship will make it. That's it. So we got there and the thing fell apart and they held on to this. And that's how many of them got to Malta. You are anointed for Rome for greater things. You are anointed to thrive out of the storm and stand in his promises. <laughs> you are anointed to make it even without the ship. You are so anointed that everyone in your ship will make it. And you are anointed to discover that God does great things with broken pieces. A broken piece. Has anyone ever held on just to a little piece of their dream? How, has anyone ever been through a relational, spiritual, mental, 
financial shipwreck and all you held on to was a piece of a word that God gave you? It wasn't like even like the whole word. You forgot like 95% of it, but you remember like one thing. Has anybody been there where you held on to one piece? Hey, for all of you who have never been through anything, please come up here so I can worship you. But for the rest of us who have suffered shipwrecks, we discovered that God does great things with broken pieces. Has anyone here ever discovered that a broken praise is still a praise? Anyone here know that a wounded worshiper is still a worshiper? Is anyone here grateful that a prodigal son is still a son? A prodigal daughter is still a daughter. The purpose of God is greater than the brokenness of man. The purpose of God is greater than the brokenness of man. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are never destroyed. 2 Corinthians 4, 8 and 9. Raise your hand. Here's God's word for you in 2024. If it's broken, God will fix it. If it's empty, God will fill it. If it failed, God will restore it. If it's sin, God will forgive it. If it's wrong, God will make it right. If it failed, God will pick it up. If it's paralyzed, God can make it move and put a smile on your face. If it's dead, God can resurrect it. So I'm going to call you up here because you got there, put the wood, and the rest of the story in the words of Paul Harvey. Put it there. Snake jumped out. Snake grabbed a hold of it. One version says it bit him. And this is Paul. This is Paul. Did Paul talk to it? Did Paul, did Paul engage in a cynical worldview of, all right, this is too much. First a shipwreck, and now this. Matter of fact, Paul easily could have theologically said, I'm probably out of God's will. Because I suffered a shipwreck, right? Now I get here and this happens. I must be out of alignment. If hell rises up against you, it only means you're on your way to Rome. No. The magnitude of the land you are about to occupy is directly proportional to the size of the giant in front of you. If there are things that have come out to poison you, to strangle you, stop whining, put a smile on your face. It only means you're about to occupy what you've never occupied before. All right, let's do it. He grabbed a hold of it, so I want you all to go ahead, go like this. Just grab a hold of it. By the way, some of y'all should be doing both hands. Because what came after you wasn't a garden snake, it was a cobra. Because your purpose is so great. What's going to take place this year in your life, where you are going to, where God is taking you to, the doors that will open up for you this year, what you're about to occupy this year will change the trajectory of your family for generations to come. I hear the word legacy. This is the year of legacy building. You're about to acquire it for the kingdom in the name of Jesus. You're about to occupy territory you've never occupied before. Oh, I feel the Lord. 
some of you have already experienced some of the warfare don't focus on the warfare the enemy wants you to be distracted no 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 I'm gonna prophesy to somebody right now it's not in any notes but I want you to hear me we have four options this year this year as you wake your way to Rome you have four options you can either look down everybody look down that's shame and condemnation that's worry anxiety fear and depression you can either look second choice everybody look back that's focusing on your past that now look at me by the way just repeat after me that's the last time I look back this year in the name of Jesus I'm not looking back for the rest of this year third option third option look around look around you could either look around to blame other people that's called scapegoating and if it's not scapegoating living vicariously through someone else's drama and trauma or someone else's successes or you have a fourth option the fourth option is a Psalm 24 2024 option alzare mis ojos a los montes alzazo vuestras cabezas abrigo vuestras puertas eternas y entrará el Rey de Gloria look up when you look up and open up the doors of your gates the King of Glory comes in this is the year you and your family will not look down you will not look back and you will not look around lift up your head here comes the King of Glory grab, grab your viper here's the word of the Lord I have given you authority to walk over all snakes and scorpions. You will be able to destroy all the power of the enemy. Wow, nothing will harm you. Luke 10, 19. And when God says nothing, he means nothing. If what you went through did not stop you, nothing will. If you survived the shipwreck, you can shake off the snakes. Grab a hold of it. I'm going to count to three. If that's you, you could stay in your seat. It's not for you. Listen. If you're still sailing in that Norwegian cruise line on the top deck getting a suntan right now, well, God bless you. But if this is all you and you're going to make it to your Rome, your Rome is your God-ordained purpose on this planet. Your Rome is not heaven. No, it's what we will achieve and reach on this side of eternity for the glory of God. It's the fulfillment of your God-ordained assignment. Your Ephesians 2.10. You are with workmanship created in His image to do great things prepared before the beginning of time. That's your assignment. All right, grab a hold of it. Come on, grab a hold of it. Don't let the enemy grab a hold of your mind thoughts. Get ready to shake it off. And this is a word for someone here. You will never experience your breakthrough while you are obsessed with the people that attempted to break you. Somebody, that's for you. Here it is. The things that once poisoned and strangled your dream, your faith, your integrity and destiny will never be able to harm you again. Let me prophesy your prayer regarding the snake, the enemy. Your prayer will stop him. Your praise will confuse him. Your peace will paralyze him. Your integrity will disarm him. And your resistance will make him flee. 2 Thessalonians 3.3 He is faithful to protect you from all harm and all evil. Alright, grab a hold of it. You ready? Matter of fact, let's do it. I'm going to count to three. If what, if what came against you is so great because where you're going to is so amazing. 
I'm going to count to three. I want you to run out of your seat and join me somewhere in the fire pit. One, two, three, go quickly. Quickly. If you have to think about it, it's not you. It's not about where you are in life. It's about who you are in Christ. And when you know who you are in Christ, you will never be held back by where you are in life. Your identity in Christ will bring an end to your captivity in life. All right, you grab a hold of it. Every lie of the enemy, every lie, every construct, every lie of the enemy. Oh, oh. pastors, come up here. Where's the pastor? Pastor, where are you? Is he here? He leave? Pastor, come up. We're going to shake some things off together. We're going to shake off personal vipers, mental vipers, relational vipers, financial vipers. We're going to shake off rejection. We're going to shake off closed doors, negativity, failure, the past, complacency, apathy, unbelief, unforgiveness. We're going to shake off the spirit of entitlement, corruption, perversion, victimization, and easily offended behavior. We're going to shake it off. Are you ready? If you have your hands, touch out. We're going to shake this thing off. Paul shook it off, consumed by the fire. Hence, that fire in your altar must always be on. Snakes will not survive the fire. Show me a house on fire, I will show you a snake-free zone. I declare every family here right now is a snake-free zone. By the authority of heaven, in the name of Jesus, every person here is a snake-free zone mind body soul and spirit first thessalonians 5 23 snake free zone if you believe it say i'm a snake free zone i'm going to warn you the same hands remember paul snake didn't grab a hold of his ankle or his neck it grabbed a hold of his what uh-huh keep on reading two verses later the same hands that were attacked by the snake paul laid his hands on the father of the governor of the island who was sick the man was healed. Everyone in the island, everyone experienced healing. Oh, y'all missed it. The same area the enemy has been attacking in your life is the same area God's about to use in 2024 for his glory. I know you got that. The same area the enemy has been attacking will be the same area God's about to use for his glory. If the enemy attacked it, God's about to bless it. God's about to use it. God's about to anoint it. God's about to favor it. You believe that? Say amen. amen. All right, grab a hold of it. The enemy's attacking it because it has great destiny. It's about to be used to heal others. You have to permit God to use what you went through to heal those around you. Oh, get that. You will never make it to Rome until you first learn to shake things off. Stop carrying stuff you have the ability to shake off. You will never make it to Rome until you permit God to use what you went through to heal the people around you. Not just those you know, but even those you do not know. Somebody say, I'm on my way to Rome. All right, Pastor, come here. We're going to shake this off. After he shook it off and healed, and he let God use what he went through to heal the people around him, then 
the islanders came up. This is powerful. And came and said, huh, wow, everyone's healed. Oh, by the way, we heard about what happened, the shipwreck and everything you lost. You lost everything, huh? Well, we have good news for you. We're about to give you everything you need for you to make it to your destiny. I'm going to walk away, man. I'm prophesying to you right now. You're about to get everything you need to make it to your place. Hey, celebration. You are about to get everything you need to make it to your place of destiny. Somebody shout like you believe it and pray. about to receive everything you need all the resources you need to make it to your Rome I don't know about you I'll be smiling right about now matter of fact that word is so powerful even though you're holding on to that thing I would break out in a praise break right about now and just rejoice you're, you're about to get everything you need to make it everything God's gonna provide I promise you Philippians 419 Mary's Ephesians 320 he'll provide all you will need according to his riches and he will do exceedingly abundantly above all anything and everything you can imagine or ask for gave them everything they needed to make it to Rome all right for reals this time I don't, some of y'all, don't just go like this. Don't go, by the way, don't do this. When we shake it off, don't put it on your brother. <laughs> be you, boo. No, don't be you, boo. You got to put that in the fire. Throw it in the right direction. No more scapegoating. No more casting blame. Just put it where it belongs. Where it will never be able to impact you or your children or your family ever again. It comes to an end right here right now in the name of Jesus ready one so yeah I want you to shake it when I count to three and throw it out and then I want you to find the best absolute praise break 2024 praise you have given God I mean the kind of praise that lets him know I'm on my way to Rome and there's not a devil in hell or a demon on earth that can stop me from reaching my God-ordained purpose this year the kind of praise that says, I survived the shipwreck, I'm still here. I survived the hurricane, I'm still here. I survived some loss, I'm still here. I survived attacks, I'm still here. I'm on my way to Rome this year. Ready? Tell your neighbor, give me some room. What? snakes here all those crazy thoughts that want to poison that want to strangle your destiny it's here not just here but here unforgiveness unbelief here here we go are you ready the snake of anxiety fear and depression are you ready one two snake free zone you guys ready one, two, one, two, three. 
after me in 2024. I'm on my way to Rome. Which means in 2024, my faith will move mountains. My shout will bring down walls. My family will be saved. My life will be light. My prayers will be answered. My harvest will be great. My walk will be righteous. My words will heal. My praise will deliver. My sorrow will become joy. And all of my actions, all of my words, all of my deeds, all of my thoughts will declare, look what the Lord has done. I'm on my way to Rome. Oh, I feel like praising right about now. I'm on my way to Rome. 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 If you receive this, we'll lift up your hands. I'm going to give it to Pastor. I want to speak to you right here, right now. I'm going to pass the baton over to him and tell you. I'm telling you this year, as you just shake things off and learn to use what you went through to heal the people around you. It is a year of more, yes. But before we get into a slighted, myopic way of saying more blessings, more goodness, which is true, we have to begin with more in his presence. Let's make it about him, you know. We don't want to be narcissistic Christians, self-absorbed, it's all about me. It's about Jesus, then everything else follows. How about this? More time in his presence, you come in agreement? More prayers this year. More time in his word. Memorizing the word. Doing the word. More forgiveness. And some of y'all held back on that one. <laughs> More forgiving those that offended us. More healing others. More serving others. More doing justice. Loving mercy. Walking humbly before God. More loving our neighbors. More. And then more blessings. More favor. More anointing. Grace upon grace. I promise you this year is not going to be like other years. This is the year, no joke. You're going to get to your Rome. Rome means the place where you will shine for him like never before. With your hands raised, sing that. I will make room for you. Right there where you're at, would you? Do whatever you want to. I sense God. Do whatever you want to. I'm on my way to Rome. I will make room for you. Hey, yeah. Do whatever you want to. Do whatever you want to. I sense the Lord. I sense the Lord. And I will make room for you. Do whatever 
You're on your way to Rome. 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 This will be a year of a, where you make it to your Rome. A year of identity, spiritual intimacy, integrity, influence, and innovation. This will be that kind of year. I'm telling you what you're about to occupy will change the trajectory of your family for generations to come. The victories you're about to experience this year, the breakthrough that you will experience this year will have multi-generational ramifications. The ripple effect will impact your great-great-great-great-grandchildren. The giants you're about to bring down, the snakes you're about to shake off, the properties you're about to acquire, the promises you're about to see fulfilled will have multi-generational implications. This is not a normal year. I sense the Lord. I'm going to give it to Pastor here. Ah. God is healing you for you to heal others. He will heal through your testimony others. In 2024, you will not pray. Not even one day, God bless me. These words will never come out of your mouth. This year, you will say, God, make me the greatest blessing to everyone I know. Which means you have to be blessed, right? And this year, you're not going to go, Lord, answer my prayer. You're going to say, Lord, make me the answer to someone else's prayers. I love you. Pastor, come here, please, my friend, my friend. I've been with you wow, for, for, for a while. It's been a while. You're going to get to your own. You and your wife, I don't know if she's here, she's raptured, she's getting a mani-pedi somewhere. It doesn't really matter. I don't judge. I don't judge. Is she here somewhere? Beautiful, please come up here. Por favor, sube aquí, mi amor. The resourcing for you to get to Rome, you're going to see that breakthrough take place. There's no choice. The things you got to shake off. Things that people know. Things that people don't know. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> the shipwrecks. The stuff you've lost along the way. To get to this place. The times you had it all down to broken pieces. But you still had a piece. They don't know what they don't know. Not everyone knows. They don't know the battles you've been through. The, the storms you had to survive. They don't know. Your Rome is so Amazing. And I really mean that. Your Rome carries a harvest like this region has never seen before. If you would only see what I'm seeing in the Spirit. I don't say that lightly. I say that with fear and trembling. I fear the Lord. And I know there's a fine line between the prophetic and the pathetic. And I've been in the presence of both, man. So I fear the Lord. When God gives me a word, I... The Rome you're about to see, the Rome you're about to occupy, comes with a line of cars getting into a church building in such a way that local law enforcement has no choice by obligation to manage traffic. And the multiplicative nature of your role the fact that spiritual sons and daughters coming out of this house under this mantle of anointing and covering will likewise have their rooms blessed by this room 
but this is giant. You know, there's, there's big, there's like large, there's big, there's mucho grande, and then there's ginormous. This is like, honest to goodness, it would scare you. It would freak you out if you would know the magnitude of what God is sending your way. What if I tell you you're about to see your prayers answered, come to pass, greater than anything you've ever imagined or asked for? And your children and your children's children under the covering. The blood speaks for you. The blood speaks for this church. There's not a snake, a devil, or a demon that will be able to strangle or poison blood speaks for you I hear the Lord say tell them come boldly Entra con valentía con coraje profético you come boldly you will acquire you will acquire the resources and the harvest you will acquire and you will occupy it with boldness. It will make history in this region. Three words like never before. If this church believes that, can, oh, I feel God. Can I invite you to can I invite you to praise like you've never praised before? Five your neighbor, tell him we're going to Rome. We're going to Rome. I hope you like pasta and pizza, man. We're going to Rome. All right. It's our annual tradition. You know what I'm going to do next. We've done it a bunch of times. I'm here. How many were here 2012, 13 when I was here for the first time? Y'all remember? I was five years old. First time I was here again. Yeah. In my mind. So if you know what we're going to do now, it's a tradition. All right. You know, some of y'all know, some of y'all don't. We do this. All right. It's a tradition. Everybody squat. Go ahead, squat. When I count to three, you're being launched into 2024. And everything that held you down is no longer on you. So I don't want work those calves, baby. So I don't want you to go like, hey, I want you to jump up like there's not a devil in hell or a man on earth that can stop you from getting to Rome. No limits this year. No limits. No limits. No limits. Here we go. One. At the count of three, you jump up and give God your best praise. You're on your way to Rome. Two. Are you ready? Are there any questions? Any questions? No questions? You don't want to talk. You don't want to talk now. Sorry. One. Two. For real. No limits. One, two, three.
way to Rome. You and your house are on your way to Rome. You're on your way to greater things. For Him, in Him, by Him. For His glory. Everything you do this year, you do it in the name of Jesus. Colossians 3.17 Everything you do, you do for the glory of Christ. 1 Corinthians 10.31 But you're on your way to Rome. For Him. On your way to Rome. Wow. Are there any questions? No? I feel God. I feel such an anointing right now in this place. I'm sorry. Just lift up your hands one more moment. I just feel angels surrounding this property. I feel angels just surrounding procession of angels I'm on my way to Rome I bless you. I just sense a thick anointing. The Spirit of God. 1 John 2, 27. The Holy Spirit here in this place. Just a new anointing for 2024. To make it to your own. Receive it. Don't let go of it. I'm going to encourage you with your pastor's permission. Pray every day. Talk to God every day. I would encourage you with your pastor's permission every first day of the week open up with Psalm 91 and read it out loud. Say it out loud, baby. Read it out loud. Pray in the Spirit like never before. There's nothing that can just dissect that algorithm. It is powerful. Talking about divine coding, that's divine coding. Pray in the Spirit like never before. I'm on my way to Rome. Way to Rome. We love you. We bless you. If you have yet not done it, and I'm, I'm doing this not as a promo, but as a witness, as a testimony. There's a film that I produce. God permitted me to for his glory. And it's on Disney. Can you believe that? It's called Flaming Hot. And go watch it. And when you see Samuel Rodriguez in the credits, producer, open up your mouth and say, to God be all the glory. To God be all the glory. It's called Flaming Hot. It's on Hulu and Disney. Media team, do you have the graphic of the book? I'm on my way to Rome. I'm on my way to Rome. I'm on my way to Rome. There it is. Man, you guys are awesome. Like, I want to take you and then all of you and you. Like, what? What? This is like, the anointing here is so unique. It's like Duck Dynasty meets Maverick City all together in one shot. Right? It's like, right? Is that too much? No, is that okay? I'm on my way to Rome. 
become a comedian. You know, this book, I was, it was on Fox News after I was here. They invited me on Fox News. And God used that Fox News appearance. You, it's on my Instagram account. You can see it right there. It's pinned on top. It became a bestseller. Because, I mean, if you're on Fox News, you're, it's kind of over. And God blessed it. And he blew it up. So then we, I wrote a study guide. I never did that before in my life, a study guide. And then I wrote a, de, a devotional. And that devotion just came out three weeks ago. So here's what I want you to do. If you go online, before you leave today, if you go online and you purchase this book on Amazon and you purchase this devotion on Amazon, I will give you one more book back there free. So I don't have books back there to sell. I'm giving a book free to everyone who purchases this and this. If you want the study guide too, well bless you and pass the ammunition. Get that too at your discretion. But get this, get that 40 days to see God's miracle work in your life. It'll change you and bless you. I mean, it will bless you indeed. And if you want it in Spanish, it's called Milagros en el Desorden. You'll see it on Amazon. Milagros. So get these two books that will bless you indeed. Watch us on TBN. Watch us on Daystar Roku and watch us on Fox News. Here's the benediction from me to you before the pastor gets the mic. May the strength of the Father, the grace of the Son, the anointing of the Holy. By the way, my wife cooked for me today. It was delicious. I just came back from a long trip. I've been out for about three weeks. Only time this year I'm doing that because I can't live without that woman. So, but it was a crazy month. She came back. She did this incredible thing. El pollo lo hizo en el horno con un buen, buen Just unbelievable stuff. So just, I'm, I'm grateful for her. Anyway, back to the point. Don't ignore me. May the strength of the Father, the grace of the Son, the anointing of the Holy Spirit make this year the year you and your family get to your own. Hey, celebration. Let's do one thing together for him. Let's go change the world. God bless you and God keep you. Thanks for listening. If this impacted you and you'd like to partner with us, go to celebrationchurch.cc give to help us reach people with the message of Jesus.